Hey, have you ever felt like your life is a prison? A prison full of things that you have to do and empty of the things that you want to do? Have you ever just want to hide in your room and binge watch on Netflix, YouTube, or other mindless videos because you can't stand to be alone with your thoughts? I have. Have you ever tried to distract yourself from yourself? I have. I don't know if that's a skill, but I have. And if that is a skill, well, I'm skilled. Do you ever think back when you were a kid and wonder what happened? Where did the anxiety distress come from? When did anxiety take over my life? When did I stop wanting to sing, dance, or just not liking people? When did I stop liking people? When did I stop wanting to be around people? When did I stop wanting to laugh and smile? Like what happened to me? Well, you're not alone and there is hope. The pressure you're feeling, the stress that you're carrying, the anxiety that you're dealing with, those are not okay. Unfortunately, they're not unique as well. You are part of the most anxious and stressed out generation in the history of history. But there's good news. The good news is that you aren't alone in dealing with those things and the bad news is you're not alone in dealing with those things. You're not alone. There is hope. You see as human beings we we were never meant to do or live life alone. You were created to have people in your life you care for and who care for you. There are people who are struggling with anxiety just like you are, just like me. They need you, you need them. I need you, you need me. Do you know that Jesus showed up in history as love and hope in the human form? Jesus changed history and Jesus wants to change your story. He changed mine. He brought hope and healing to people when people were hurting. He showed up. He showed them time and time again that they were not alone, that they were loved, and that there was hope. He wants to do the same for you as he did for me. You know, Jesus modeled the value of trusted relationships. He had 12 friends. He did everything with those friends during his ministry 12 disciples 12 people who were there to encourage one another to pray for one another to comfort one another 12 people who loved each other no matter what 12 people who loved each other just as Jesus loved them we all want to have people like that and we all need to have people like that It's people like that who help us overcome the negative thoughts in our lives so we can start living positive lives. How do you deal with negative thoughts? Do you share them with people you love and who love you? You should. Let them help you overcome those negative thoughts so you can live a positive life. You know, I know that it's hard to, to open up about the anxiety you're feeling. Only open up to the people who care about you and you care about. Don't wait for them to ask what's going on. You should have the courage 
to go first. In the Bible, in Galatians 6, verse 2, it says that, Carry each other's burdens, and in this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. Also in Galatians 6, verse 9 through 10, it says that, Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people especially to those who belong to the family of believers. Does God allow anxiety? I don't know. I wish I had a good answer for that. Um, I just have some reasons why God might allow anxiety, but it would all just be guesses. So instead of me trying to answer does God allow anxiety I want to look at the things that God can do to help you through your anxiety my anxiety think of it this way the presence of anxiety is unavoidable but the prison of anxiety is optional you know a lot of times asking the question why can leave you me frustrated lost or even stuck like why you might ask because there are some why questions we can't know the answers to so just like this one why does god allow anxiety i have no answer so let's move past why and start asking what what God can do through our anxiety. You know, throughout my podcast, I share my experience in having anxiety and what I did, how I did, and the outcome. You know, asking questions like that, why does God allow anxiety? why this why that you know those questions just leads to more frustration and cause bitterness to set in but once we start to ask good questions like okay god what are you doing why is this happening why are you why are you letting this happen to me and you'll get your answer maybe not immediately but you will the key is to have faith grow your faith when you feel like you're locked in a prison it's really easy to become focused on the cage around you and when you're focused like that focusing on the cage how it's formed or how you are in a box like cage prison type you're forgetting to realize that God is always with you and you're missing what God is doing inside with you. You know, Paul is someone who knew the challenges of being imprisoned in a cage really well. How might you ask? Well, Paul spent years locked up and imprisoned because of his faith in Jesus. 
I remember watching this movie on YouTube. It's free to watch it on YouTube. Paul the Apostle. So he spent years locked up and imprisoned because of his faith in Jesus. What is so powerful about the detail in the story is that it allows Paul to empathize with us when we feel like we are imprisoned by our anxiety. He felt it too. He experienced it. He lived it. And because of that, when we read his words in the Bible, we are not just hearing someone who has all the answers, but someone who can truly empathize with us. So when you have anxiety, I challenge you to ask God, God, what are you trying to do through my anxiety? What is it that you're working on, on the inside of me? Have you found your peace and relief from anxiety? Or are you still wondering how to find peace and relief from anxiety? I am in hopes that you have discovered and taken some steps to move past anxiety and to experience peace. I'm hopeful that you've realized that you're not alone, that there is hope and that God wants you to have peace. I want you to grab a Bible because I want to go back to the most highlighted passages in the most highlighted book in the, in the history of history. The greatest story ever told. The Bible. It's in there. So the most highlighted passages is found in Paul's letter to the Philippian church. Apparently, this was a message that people needed 2,000 years ago, and it is a message that we need today. And I'm not making this up. I googled it. So Paul wrote his letter to a community of early Jesus followers who were experiencing a lot of opposition. Much like many of us experience today, we are bombarded with news of one tragedy after another. We are afflicted by one hurt after another. We see people we love suffer one day after another. We are people facing serious opposition. Not only that, but this community of early Jesus followers were living in a way that was completely counter to the culture of their day. The culture of their day, the culture of the Roman Empire, believed that might made right. The Roman Empire believed in the motto, peace through strength. The Jesus way wasn't about making peace through strength, but about turning the other cheek. Romans saw mercy and compassion as weakness. Jesus' followers see mercy and compassion as wisdom. Isn't that the similar culture we are part of today? We live in a culture that says the only thing that matters is your happiness. Getting more. More followers, more money, status, and approval. The Jesus way says that what matters more than happiness is holiness. The Jesus way invites us to give more, 
give more love, be more compassion, grace, and service. Our culture says it all about you. The Jesus way says it's all about loving others the same way God has loved you through his son, Jesus. So I believe that in the same way that Paul's words were written to encourage and equip those early Jesus followers, these words can encourage and equip you today. When you read these words, slow down, take your time, ask yourself questions. What did these words mean to the Philippian church? What do they mean to you? How can those words help you find relief from anxiety, find peace from anxiety? I encourage you to pray, ask for God's help. Choose to focus on the positive and good things. Have a great day.